0: So. think it's sweet but i keep it real to the bitter end since a kid i have family i never had no friends charged up because i stay 100 never to pretend if i did i was holding back some tears when i was 10 every time i get some money it's gonna make me want to spend but that's just my personality i gotta get it in i had 30 checks only job i ever quit but i still kept it legit until i bossed up again ain't no l's of a stick turn a loss to a win that's a hustle yo 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 what's good what's, what's
1: happening back? we back Brand new episode of Timeless Vibes. I believe this is episode 16. We here live. Happy New Year's. By the time you listen to this, New Year's, it would be probably a new year. Whole new everything. If not, probably niggas be safe on a New Year's. Merry Christmas. Way. Merry Christmas as well. Happy Holidays. Happy
0: Kwanzaa. do outside anyway. you yeah, no so. popping no firecrackers and nothing like that.
1: Exactly. Well, just be safe out here, man. But above all I ain't like it's nothing to do unless your ass is catching covid in florida texas and all of that do it at your own risk and stay the hell away from me playing this up
0: please
1: please but this your boy chris j glad to be back got the boy Chaz vibe on her what's
0: going on y'all miss y'all hope y'all are doing all right hope yeah. y'all had a merry christmas got everything yeah. on y'all list or whatever and if not I some stuff
1: and if not, it'd be that way sometimes. Like, hey, but be that way, man. Exactly. Just know it's a new year. Mugs may have a better financial situation, you know. Mugs and they stemmies, man. So, you know, they once they get their mm. little six hundred, they might get your gift, bro. You never know, bro. So, be patient. Be patient, G. But this is our end of year episode, so we'll get into our top whatever at the end of the episode. Uh, but we still got some news to talk about. A few things did happen. We're going to, we got to talk about Charlemagne's continued hate for Drake, possibly. And, mm-hmm. and whether or not he was right or wrong, we'll discuss that. And Young Thug is also back in the news for possibly another out of con out of context quote. And also example example, <laughs> nigg- niggas don't listen to whole video. Niggas don't watch videos. They don't listen to clips. They look at a headline to get mad, you know. So it's really unfortunate, G. But we're going to start the episode talking about that. Also, uh, fun fact and pluggers real quick. You want some Utwiki Media merch? Thirty-five percent off. Thirty-five percent off on Teespring. Link will be in uh, the comment section on YouTube or whatever a platform you listen to on. And also just check out our social medias as well. And you will see at deep Chris underscore Chris J. you will find a link to the merch somewhere on there. So make sure you copy some merch. We got face masks, hoodies, and all that other stuff. But with all of that said, we are, we got to talk about Young Thug. He's back in the news for another unfortunate quote that went wrong. So he was on an interview with. Uh, I know my man's name. I can't think of it right now. Gilly the Kid, and uh, and pretty much they were talking about Stadium Anthems, guests, stuff like that, and it led to and like the podcast and stuff didn't come out until I think today or it's coming out tomorrow, or whatever. So by the time you listen to this podcast, is already up. But pretty much they were talking about Stadium Anthems and Thug believes he got thirty plus songs that if if he was performed, niggas would just sit there and know every word 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 for word and there's some artists who don't have that which in a way like it depends how you view thug like he has a lot of songs i don't know his fan base per se to sit there and be like yo i, I can literally rap like 30 thug songs like i like thug a lot and i'm but then like, i can't rap even 30 drake songs verbatim so that's just me but The thug got 30 hits i definitely agree like he has a hell of a run in like the past decade so i i ain't mad at what uh he said but it also it was funny because like jay-z was mentioned (laughs) and it was like i guess he didn't really catch on until afterwards but uh did you hear the quote itself g like the uh the actual soundbite
0: no i only saw the uh i saw the the link to the article mm. and what they what he said and they um made a big deal about it right, i'm gonna play it you gotta think like we ain't talking about stream sales we ain't talking
1: about nothing yeah. we talking about anthems we th- we talking about songs they know mm-hmm. like when i perform
0: i got 30 40 songs that the whole stadium gonna know they they gonna know these motherfuckers all 30 songs and that's some powerful shit. Yes, Sersky. There's not a lot of motherfuckers that can say that. Nigga, Jay Z ain't got thirty songs like that. Mm. Mm. But you just, with the whole stadium finna the same. Mm. He got a lot though.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying like I'm, I know he do for he for, he for, he probably got fifty of them bitches. I'm just saying like I'm not just literally saying him. I'm just saying yeah, like absolutely. niggas. Who you thinking? Absolutely, the man. Absolutely, because honestly, the I've been shown I've been there bro. So clearly.
0: He realized, yeah, but he, he
1: tweaked. Was, that, uh, Vlad? was he on Vlad TV? No, he was on uh, Gilly the Kid. I'm don't, I don't, uh, pretty smart not to go on Vlad. Uh, but Gilly the Kid got a po- video podcast show deal. or whatever. So he, he was on there. Thing is, I don't know what artists he were specifically saying. But uh, I think he did tweet because he did mention Jay-Z, just how he Jay-Z was mentioned. it was like, oh, shit, I didn't mean to say Jay, clearly. But niggas really took it as in, like, Yo, what the fuck, this nigga got a lot of nerve, but I think niggas is tweaking. Like, clearly, especially when you take the, if you just take that one line and throw it in a picture and put big words, niggas is going to clearly be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to blow this shit up, but your thoughts after hearing it.
0: Yeah. Nah, I feel like they, it, it's, what did we talk about last week? La- yeah, last last we episode talked? we talked about uh, Muggs was mad at him $8, about $8, three stacks, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's the same thing. I feel like you're taking, it's taking it literally out of context, a little bit out of context. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, it's just but
0: nice. um, nah, I mean, he do. I mean, Thug Thug the guy bangers is like. I see the point he was trying to make. I mean, who knows? He probably could have been thinking, Jay Z, because him and Jay Z make, they make different type of music. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so he's he's more so thinking about the type of music the style of music he makes and how, you know, how you know, like lit culture or whatever, like it's easy to get people turned if you know how to do it. And that's mostly what you know, have music is. So obviously a lot of your hits is it's gonna get people, you know what I'm saying, riled up and they're gonna know your stuff. And so you're comparing yourself to Jay Z because y'all make two different styles of music. In his head, he probably could have been thinking, like, I got more fuckers, like, more teeth than Jay because, you know what I'm saying? Like, the trap sound and everything. But, I don't know, probably kind of corrected himself because he kind of knew. Yeah. Like, because... what he was actually saying after he left his mouth. Like, wait a second. That's Jay-Z. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, cause he... Jay-Z definitely has 30-plus songs that an entire... Madison Square Garden type arenas Wouldn't know word for word You know what I'm mm-hmm.
1: saying I mean? Yeah I I definitely agree And that's why literally he He even said like once the clip came out I was speaking too fast Which it happens we Yeah sometimes. But the thing with Jay the fun, Cause the thing is I've seen like I've never been to a Jay Z show per se But I watched the uh, when he did his title uh, B-side show And niggas knew his B-sides bro Word for word, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. N- like if, and then like I've seen people just literally just go crazy off Jay Z song. So him saying, yeah, of course Jay got more than thirty, damn near fifty. That's very damn accurate. Like we like last episode we literally gave Jay Z a whole lot of goddamn praise and literally like we know. Like, even the shit... Like, the fact that the man can do a B-side show. Some artists can't even do a damn B-side show, G. In order for you to even... Yeah, I think songs, it was... Just, he, was just, he was
0: speaking too fast. Yeah. Niggas was tripping. He was really speaking too fast. He was kind of like... He, and when you when you get to talking about yourself, I mean, you kind of like... You get riled up a little bit. You know, your energy gets up. Yeah, and mm-hmm. You just be saying shit. So... Uh,
1: yeah, I definitely. I think like it's
0: one of them things you could just be like, uh he didn't mean that, or whatever." Yeah, like even I knew he didn't
1: mean that. So I'm like, but then again, this is another lesson of you niggas need to start freaking looking at context and stop getting mad at headlines. Geez, 2020, use your damn context clues. We learned that in freaking sixth grade, but especially let's go headlines
0: ahead. on freaking social media. That too.
1: But let's go ahead and talk about is the Drake reign over? Because this morning, uh, this morning Charlemagne, a quote from Charlemagne, and this is where I really don't need a lot of context uh, because for one there was nothing attached to it, where he literally said, "Is Drake's reign over with?" Uh, And when you think about is the Drake error over would be more specific but makes you sit there and wonder but let me go ahead and pull up the whole quote uh and make sure because i want to make sure we're not missing nothing here so he says let me ask y'all a question are we still in the drake era is radio such a prehistoric form of media that has changed the temperature to what's actually uh hold on sorry i have to silence my phone but uh, let me ask you all a question. Are we still in the Drake era? Is radio such a prehistoric form of media that it hasn't changed the temperature to what's actually going on in these streets? Uh, then one of the guests said, we're in the little baby era. And and it's Charlemagne said, although the radio makes it seem like we're in the Drake era, the reality is different. Radio, they haven't caught up on what's actually happening in the streets yet. They haven't changed the temperature. So it still seems like we're in the Drake era. I don't think we're in the Drake era for the last two, three years, cap. Um, And then he says something. Then I think now he's. This is when he starts capping. He say because he starts comparing Drake to Kendrick. He says Kendrick continues to show another level every album he drops, and while also going on periods without releasing new music, Kendrick makes us wait. Blah 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 blah. Kendrick takes his time. And Drake has given us so much music. I don't know if he has another gear. We know Kendrick has another gear. We know this because she shows us in every project. I don't think Drake has another gear. So, therefore, I'm not going to go on looking forward to anything. So, with Charlemagne saying all that bullshit. He, we already know Charlemagne as one of the leads of I Don't Rock With Drake campaign. He's, he's the leader. He's the ringleader. And with that being said... It makes a lot of people sit there and think, because once again, like as me, you talk outside the pod. A lot of niggas hate Drake, and a lot of niggas love Drake, and but also a lot more people just like him. But it does make you wonder, yeah. is Drake's reign really over? And it's a lot to really take from because me, he mentioned in the radio aspect. And I'm just going to use us here in Chicago, because for one, I have to hear the radio every fucking day at work. <laughs> I just do. And when I'm driving, I mm-hmm. really don't listen to the radio because either A, I'm listening to a podcast or I'm playing music. My music from my phone. So I have more control on what I actually hear until I go to work. GCI is mainly on at work. gci is linked to the Breakfast Club in terms of they both under iHeart Radio. So me knowing that I'm pretty sure the playlist at GCI plays is similar to what is played in for Power 106 or whatever the uh, radio station Breakfast Club is with because they're under iHeart. With that all being said, I hear little baby at least four little Baby songs heavy in rotation. The only Drake song in rotation right now on the radio is Laugh Now, Cry Later. So if the streets haven't necessarily caught up, Based off that, Lil Baby's very clearly more played. But radio, but that's because radio is an example of the now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And with that being said, based on the now, yeah, Lil Baby has more songs to be played. He is, in terms of right now, at this very moment of this year, the hottest artist in rap right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which is necessarily not a bad thing. Well, it's more, it goes more credit to Lil Baby, and also we can still say the same for the Baby, Meg The Stallion, and Roddy Rich, artists like that. So, with all that being said, radio plays what's hot in the streets, always in terms of rap R and B, what's hot in the streets. Drake has nothing mm-hmm. to play besides one song. And from time to time, they may bring, like, you may hear Hotline Bling or something like that, because those are some of his bigger songs. But that's, like, probably once every blue moon. They don't play none from Dark Darkland demo tapes, do they? No. But, like, Drake Nestle never really had a single. Like, it was just a mixtape. He treated that like a mixtape. Something for the fans. He even said It's it like, it's something for the fans. So.
0: Yeah. Um, I thought that... Uh... What was that? Was it um, Chicago Freestyle and the other what, the other song that was? Well, going? those were
1: just you know you know how Drake yeah, is when he's about to drop something he just drops songs just because they may not be for radio yeah but they
0: weren't just, meant to be they, they wasn't meant to be but I mean that's uh internet wise it was getting a lot of circulation yeah that's a dip, yeah and, and like if that. anything.
1: And that goes to like, I don't
0: kind of, I don't kind of, that's why I feel like the whole radio, um, the whole radio argument is kind of like weak asinine because radio is so prehistoric, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, that's not how you judge uh, artists' relevance. It's a lot of songs being played on the radio. Yeah. By artists that nobody really gives a fuck about right now, but it's still mm-hmm. on the radio because it's making them money.
1: Getting them, it's making you know money, you know? money, and it's what kind of The demographic they're looking for. Wants the heat, the the casual demographic wants to hear at the time. That's literally how radio works. I could break it down, cause cause I was a radio major at Columbia College. I don't feel like breaking it down, but literally radio is meant to literally focus on the casual demographic, not the nigga that is like us who wants to hear specific songs. So, but. Yeah, but yeah, but like the internet is a better way to measure that. And he said, and I don't like Charlamagne talking about what's hot in the streets because, like, nigga, you you you're not in the streets, my nigga. <laughs> For one, like, you, like, bro, we. <sighs> the most notable clip of you in the streets involved you literally getting ran off the street by some random niggas in in ski mask. So we know yeah. what happens when you be in the streets, my nigga. Just saying, but. It's like if we want if he was to say, well, based off the internet, yes. But even then, is the Drake, like him saying, it, that's the best way to gauge the Drake era is over? No, because when Drake dropped Dark Lane demo tapes this year, well, no, let's even go back even further. When he dropped Chicago Freestyle, everybody was talking about it, breaking it down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When he dropped the other song, that's what think. I was
0: saying when we was uh earlier when we was at work, and I was like, um, Drake's flair it never fades. Like it's been a minute. Like he dropped laugh now cry later, but he's been pretty quiet. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I, like literally, for, he he hasn't for a minute.
1: Yeah, like he hasn't dropped shit. So, but like I'm using an example of like okay, earlier this year when he dropped Chicago Freestyle, Tootsie Slide and there was another song i think it was just those two uh was it when to say
0: when it was another song it was it was a song that was it was that he it was like we, yeah when i say, say when chicago there freestyle. we
1: go. when to say when when to say when chicago freestyle the internet stopped yeah it did it just outright stopped so like, literally, niggas literally was like, oh, shit. Like, Chicago Freestyle was fire. It. They was on SoundCloud, and mm-hmm. niggas was like, look, man, I'm about to down, re-download SoundCloud just to listen to these tracks or just play it yeah, off I YouTube. Tootsie Slide came out, which was tech. That, that was a single. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, Tootsie Slide was technically a single for Darkland Demo Tapes. But Tootsie Slide was a top TikTok song of the year, if I believe. The top, or if not one of. That still no, says DJ Drake was
0: definitely up there. It was like, it was basically like the "In My Feelings" part too,
1: exactly. And literally, Drake made a song literally for TikTok while niggas in the pandemic and they stayed in the house. Literally, freaking right foot sliding all over the place. Yep. So that still says a lot in itself. And then, but like when Dark Lane dropped, niggas was talking about it. Niggas literally sit there, whether they love or hate them, dissected the album, whether they were skipping through shit or not, niggas listened to the damn tape. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It was in the rotation, some way or another. Niggas literally said, pain 1993, Drake did Cardi's flow way better than Cardi. Niggas Mm -hmm. make that case. Shoot, like, like, gee, I'm trying to figure it out. And then, even this time last year, niggas would listen to war. War, uh, Exactly. <laughs> yeah. When, ni- when niggas saying, not drink his body, you drop.
0: So, whenever he drops something, bro, he shuts it down, bro. Exactly. He Mugs shuts it down. get overly he critical.
1: Over
0: it's, and like, when. Can you read they, it? uh been not to cut you off. My bad.
1: No, bro, yeah. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, I was gonna actually you to reread the quote because I have something to say, and I and I lost it. But uh, which part of the quote? The whole thing, or the whole thing? So I can
1: I can hear it. All right. So piece by piece. So he says, "Are we still in the Drake era? Radio, prehistoric form of media? It has changed temperature? What's going on in the streets? Charlemagne, not the voice of the streets. You are the internet, my nigga. I apologize for that." Uh, then he, Charlemagne, then says. The radio makes it seem like we're still in the Drake era, and reality is different. Uh, I don't think we're in the Drake era for the past two, three years.
0: Oh, okay, that's uh, that's what I wanted to say. Um, what you yeah, so back to what you had said about the whole people were so thirsty to take the crown from the and as they gave it to Kawhi Leonard. It's kind of like the same. It's like it's like motherfuckers is like noticing like oh shit. Drake ain't been dropping nothing. Ooh, is the Drake era finally over? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, kinda in a way, yes and no. Well, I say yes, but it's not. It's not in a way that he was looking for. Um, I would say after, after views. What came after views? More life.
1: Yeah, more life. A little
0: bit after more life. Drake's relevance and stardom and that that flair I was talking about it never really faded, but a lot of other new artists was they, they had space, um, to to make a name for themselves to make noise. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He even said it, and when to say when he was like, "I finally gave you niggas the space you need to exist." Like he knows he's low key kind of taking the back seat because it's a lot of new artists, a lot of young niggas coming out. And doing what they do, you know what I'm saying? And it's it's their turn, like little baby. That that was the name of his album. It was his name of his album was My Turn. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's a lot of other niggas' turn right now. And Drake, know that Drake, his debut album was in 2010, bro. It's it's been a it's been a decade, and this dude has had a very successful career. It's 2020, about to be 2021. He knows. He's not washed up, but it's a lot of other people's time right now. He knows that. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you, he kind of answered his own question. Like the Drake era has kind of been over, but that's not when I say that I'm not saying Drake is washed up because just like I said earlier, once he drops Certified Lover Boy, that shit is gonna go crazy because he's at that point in his career now where. You know what I'm saying? He just he has that flair. Like every time he drops something, he's going to get. You know his relevance is not going to change, and that's why I was I made the I made the statement. I was like Drake is. I'm gonna change what I said earlier. when We was at work. He's not the Michael Jackson of hip hop, but it's, it's kind of like he's he's in that same he's in that same room. You know what I'm saying? In the sense to where his his status, his stardom, his relevancy—you know what I'm saying. Everything is like is at such a level to where, you know what I'm saying. He he stays consistent. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Everything he drops, his consistency is still there. I hate saying that word because my list. But like, it's like he can do no wrong. Like you said, he bulletproof. Like Drake, he really could do no wrong, and that's just the that's just the result of a a very successful career. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, yeah, and
1: to continue on with what you what you were saying, like, is his reign over? To me, it's, it's the Drake era over. It's close. It's it's similar and like, like, how if you follow me on Facebook or whatever, his his reign is very similar to how LeBron's is right now. How a couple years ago when LeBron got hurt with his first year with the Lakers, Lakers was doing it as well. Niggas thought, oh, man, that nigga LeBron washed. We got to give the league to somebody. KD's Achilles explode because clearly that was the right... That was the giveaway. It was like, oh, shit. We got to give it to somebody. Give it to KD. And KD actually showed like he was that nigga until his Achilles exploded. So, then niggas was like, oh, shit. um Whoa, fuck. Well, Quad just won the championship. He was the best player in the league. Oh, oh. And, like, even me, I was part of, like, well, in terms of right now, yeah, I, I guess. Shoot. Like, he... I, okay, like I don't know how he skipped over James Harden, Steph Curry, and Giannis, but sure, <laughs> we want to go into that. But, and then once we, and then like over time as we saw, uh, and like the thing is over time, we saw like like last season with NBA, I hate to turn this to threes from the ring many, but hey, be that way sometimes, but it's the perfect analogy. We saw, oh, man, LeBron's really not washed. That nigga just freaking averaged a double-double for his season for the first time in his career. Why? Just because. And won a championship. And won finals MVP. Mm -hmm. Second in MVP race. So, yeah, maybe LeBron isn't washed. Yeah, okay, LeBron's the best player in the league again. Okay, that's fine. It's it's nothing wrong with saying that again. Then it's like, and all it takes with Drake sometimes is like, all right, let me just make you niggas remember literally like that's what he does it's like Drake yeah. and Drake is at that point where it's like he know like I'm pretty I'm sure like it's nothing wrong with like saying like oh, okay the ecosystem right now is ready like we see people who's ready to step up and take be the next the leaders of the decade like how for the 2010s it was Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick and you got throw Nicki Minaj in there Mm-hmm. Nikki deserves to be in that conversation as well. Because I know people often do leave her out. But she she's part of that. It's People like saying the big three. But it's actually a big four. They deserve. Like Nikki deserves being be in that conversation. Now as we enter a new decade. Yeah, I would hope there's some new people ready to take the mantle. But at the same time you have to take it. Like how Drake had to take it from Lil Wayne and Jay-Z to the extent. It was like give it to me. Mm-hmm. Or like they, or they just passed it to him, because like for the late nineties, two thousands, it was literally Jay Z, and then you can argue Little Wayne. Little Wayne had a case, like he made a very valid case. while but at the same time, it was just Jay Z's allure was just too big. But Little Wayne had a huge case in the late two thousands. But then you got some people who sit there and argue what well, TI was there and Rick Ross was there too but right but then but regardless you when you look back at the 2000s you, can, you it's, it's easily Jay-Z <laughs> and then you got to throw Wayne as a close number as number two with no problem and when you go back to the 2000s it's like okay, clearly it was just Drake no no rapper was bigger than Drake. And if you want to sit there and say if somebody was probably bigger than him, it was Nicki Minaj. But also, yeah, Kendrick right. and J. Cole was in that conversation. But Drake was clearly head, head and shoulders bigger than everybody else. Now, we into a new decade. It's like, okay, Drake's still that nigga. But now, we it's like, you could tell the fatigue is like, we need to crown a new nigga. And what Charlamagne is saying is, okay, I'm ready to crown a new nigga. I want to crown somebody, so it's easy to sit there and say, "Little baby, off this year alone." The baby's in that conversation. You know, I'm not the biggest the baby fan, but he's in the con- that nigga is huge. He- he's huge. Yeah, and the
0: that, hoes love him. That's exactly what I said. A lot of niggas came out, bro, and just blew up, and took off. Yeah. So the quote unquote Drake era didn't stop anybody else from. You know what I'm saying? As Finally it shouldn't. Getting in their lane and making a name for their
1: Yeah, as should it shouldn't. But, and it goes back to my point of, well, okay. As it shouldn't, as long, but clearly Drake is still that nigga. But for you to literally say it's your era, you have to literally take the bull by the horns. Now, with Drake, as mm-hmm. much as I sit there and say thank me later was mid, I feel like once, like, take, take care around that era... That's when he sat there and took things by full-on control. At that point, yeah. And it's too easy to sit there and say, "Little baby, off this year." Like is it looks like it could be him, but at the same time it, it might not. It literally it might not. Who knows? Like you just you you have to throw Meg in this conversation. May yeah. got to be in that conversation. Uh, like I said, the baby's in the conversation. Roddy Rich is still in the conversation because he just he had the hottest song that dropped this time last year and to and, and still hot this year. The box is still getting heavy play. Um, uh-huh. but yeah, it's other people like even Freak Lil Durk is going. Lil Durk is entering the conversation after Dane. he was around for a whole decade itself. Yeah. So. It's oh, other artists. It's just too early to sit there and say, "Well, it's this guy," because he has, he did, he was, he did good and stayed in the media all year, good or bad. Yeah. But it's yeah, not necessarily. It's okay. that. And for me, like, so I'm not saying it's a bad thing, or I'm, not, I'm sitting there sound like a Drake fan where it's saying, "Oh, you just capping, you you love Drake." I'm like, yeah, I do, but at the same time. None of these niggas right now. It's it's like it's it's like when it's like when niggas was trying so hard to say, well, Kobe's the best player in the league. But mm-hmm. it's like, bro, LeBron the one out here winning MVPs right now. It just Kobe just has the better exactly. team.
0: <laughs> it's like <laughs> I like okay. Think about think about it like this. Imagine Drake just imagine if Drake wasn't a factor right now, bro. Who who would be the hottest artist right now? I'll, I'll top your head. Off top, it'd be easy, little baby. Okay, there, there you have it. The only reason Drake is where he's at right now is because, like I said, the, niggas, the nigga just still makes good music. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If Drake was garbage, he wouldn't be in the position where he's at. Because we got to understand, the fans put you where you at, bro. Mm-hmm. The fans put you in your position. So, really, without them, you know what I'm saying, they kind of – they kind of help you dictate where you place in this game. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm
1: saying? Yeah. So, yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, just like but,
0: you said, if Drake wasn't a factor, Lil Baby would be the hottest artist. And I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly agree with that. And that's not even to say that Little Little Baby's success is hindered by the Drake era or whatever. Because like we, Drake was... Quiet for a decent ass minute, and this nigga little baby was out doing Black Lives Matter songs and just going crazy. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
1: Like he had like little baby used the the little Wayne formula of the two of the late 2000s of I'm gonna be on everything, you're gonna hear me, you're gonna listen to me, and I'm everywhere. You can't and you can't yeah. escape it. He pulled that method out. And it worked. It's just me, I'm not going to sit there and say every single verse was fire. Mm-hmm. Just because he was on it. Like, with Little Wayne, okay, and this is why, like, some niggas going to probably sit there and cap. But I want if you listen to this podcast, I want you to sit there and tell me. If you're going to sit there and tell me, t- send me all the fire L- little Baby features this year. I'm going to honestly judge them. Cause I listen to a fair share too But it's like I wasn't excited If I saw a song that said I'm like Ooh this person little Baby Nah I'm good I don't wanna listen to that If it's Like if it was Gunna and Little uh-huh. Baby I'm listening It's Thuggin Lil, Lil Baby I'ma listen If it's Gucci In Lil Baby I'ma listen Cause it was like uh-huh. Oh very clearly I know it's gonna work Like I saw Lil Baby featured With some Afro Punk nigga And I was like Or uh, Afro Beat nigga And I was like that shit not gonna work. And I heard a clip, I'm like, see now you're forcing it. You're doing something that you that's not your lane, my nigga. That's not your lane. While compared to like when Lil Wayne did it, it's like Yeah, G, okay. It works. It's like he it's yeah. like he's not at that stage in his career where it's like he's ready to be that diverse. Just keep rapping in your same flow, which works, and it worked. If it ain't broke, don't fix it yet, mm-hmm. nigga. So that's just yeah. what, my thing. Of... Yeah, and,
0: and another thing, just kind of like bring back. Um, you said, add a little Dirk into the um, into the conversation. Like, it takes time. You never know when you are gonna be catapulted into the spotlight. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. Because once Dirk hopped on, laugh, laugh now, cry later. You know what I'm saying? That was that was like a big step, but yeah. Dur- not even just for Lil Durk for Chicago, period. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, Lil Baby has like ample time in his career to reach new heights. It doesn't have to be so sudden just because you think Drake's been in the spotlight too long. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just things are going to continue to play out. And I, I, like I said, I honestly feel like. I feel like Drake's career now is kind of on like autopilot. I think he's ushering in into like um, his uh, predecessors' area. He's almost there to where his um, his name, his presence in the game is solidified.
1: Yeah, you
0: feel me? It's no, it's no longer like oh, I have to I have to keep on making sure I stay relevant. I got to be everywhere on social media. I got to be at every show. I got to do this. Like, he doesn't have to hustle like a new artist has to hustle because mm-hmm. he's already solidified in the game. You yeah. feel I me? Mean? If Drake took a year off and didn't do anything and then dropped the album the a year, a year after that, the album would do... The, it would do... It wouldn't do anything less of what his previous albums did.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what because, I'm saying?
1: Yeah, because like you said, he's solidified, but not only is he solidified, but he's also... At a legendary status, he's at the 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 Jay Z like the Jay Z the Kanye
0: realm of like ten years. Once you get ten plus years in the game, bro, as successful as he is, you automatically yeah you automatically yeah, yeah bro. and just ride I, that way yeah.
1: Know what and the thing is, is like for Drake at the, when you he's at the point where he's in. I feel like he knows it. It's like, bro. Go ahead and be experimental, take those chances. Like, like literally after Jay Z did Black Album, that's when he really tried... try like if you listen to the last last episode, I I was very critical of like yo a lot of these Jay Z albums after Black Album was really bad. I won't say a lot of them, but mm-hmm. some of them and but like American Gangster was like a a concept album, really good. Uh, I hated Blueprint three. Cause literally the production there was ass, but it was it was a different type of production that he was going with. That okay, cool. And then you had Four Forty Four comes out, and that was a that was to me it's still like a that was more of a concept concept took a chance type album because it's a very personal album. It was like a a journal type album, as you like you kind of phrase that as, and. Drake's at a point of his career where I feel like it would it'll be dope if he took that lane where he would be a little bit more experimental, where it's like, oh, well, let me make strictly a rap album. Let me make strictly an R&B type album. Let me make something where it's more like, let me go back to my roots, where it's like not to sit, like I doubt he could sit there and sound like how he sounded back. With comeback season and uh, all of that, but something more like that, like you know, where he was more rapidy rap, you know, that type of that Drake, mm-hmm. or just just do something new altogether. So like he's at that place where it's just like regardless you can't do wrong, nothing you can do is wrong. Like if if I just don't rock with, it, I won't mm-hmm. rock with it, and all of that. So. He's at that point of his career because, like, you, you see what it's Kanye's doing. It it's just literally the man is just a yeah. goddamn damn near a bad fall away being a resident at the job, but <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of like after Kanye did "My Twisted Dark Fantasy," which was also a bold, I would not honestly after graduation, Kanye took bold steps. The man literally made weights uh, and Heartbreak." The man made, uh, my twisted dark fantasy terms for production was was pretty bold in the head of his time. Jesus was extremely bold in the head of his time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man, like life of Pablo, is kind of, whatever. When when you look at it in terms of him, t- that well, I, I would say that's when he just went out like when, in terms of just rapping. He was just like, yo, what the fuck you talk saying, nigga, that type of stuff. Um. Then you got the gospel album, like you see, it's like okay, musically, you see him taking chances doing different stuff. So, so yeah, like you, you like he's at that point of his career, and where some people may sit there, like Charlotte may mention, I don't think he can do what Kendrick can do, but Kendrick was bold in terms of just taking those chances and making the, the albums that he made. And I think that's why a lot of people give Kendrick that type of credit, because his first three albums all sound completely different.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where like Good Kid, M.A.D. City, was a very personal, very personal look into my life lens type of things, and then Good Kid, M.A.D. City was a very jazzy album in itself about blackness, blackness, and his his own depression and stuff. And then Damn, being a very hippie hop ass album in terms of production and feel, but also being very honest, that was a very commercial album. Mm-hmm. Honest, that's probably his most normal album amongst his whole catalog. And I'm going, I'm talking about going back to like his mixtapes, like Section Eighty and shit. And Section Eighty was also like a take a chance type album, so. So, yeah, this is, but I feel like Drake's at a place where he can take those chances, and I, I hope he do.
0: Because literally, like, you can't do no I feel like no wrong. every, I feel like every album Drake, kind, I, I feel like the lane that Drake made for himself, is such, like, a wide lane. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That he's, he's being versatile within that lane, mm-hmm. and it's just so much that he can accomplish within the space that he set for so you know what i'm saying it's like so much you could do before you end up trying to do something crazy different mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i feel like scorpion was almost like that even though it was kind of like it was a lot of things going on with scorpion from the, the him changing it because of the push to tv for, i believe I was not that, wasn't that his wasn't that his last album before he uh like he was done with like cash money or whatever I think so
1: Scorpion's his last. I think cash money, young money type album. And the funny thing I think Scorpion was originally supposed to be a simply an R&B album.
0: Exactly, that's what I was just going to say cuz I think he said either in an interview before an interview before that that he wanted to do a strictly R&B album.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like he was at a place in his career where he could do something like that.
1: Yeah, and like people who who like people I know say the R and B side of Scorpion is the best part of Scorpion because it sounds mm. a lot more polished. To at least to them, like it sounds like okay, it wasn't shit. Let me get back in the studio and throw these rap songs together real quick. So yeah, and I think even the promo leading like I remember people saying yeah it's gonna be an R and B more R and B sounding. I, like, I'm like oh okay cool but i think drake's at a place where he can do that where he can do like he has like you say he's very versatile he has multiple lanes and all that. he can dip and dive anywhere so like that's why i'm very curious when it comes to certified lover boy like what are we getting like what are we getting so it's gonna be very i'm curious on like when it excuse, excuse me when it drops um when it do drops whether it's uh in the next couple of weeks and we might get another single this week cuz Drake is notorious for dropping them new years uh a track around new years it'd be nice if you do mm. I still think we made it is one of the best songs leading up to new years G we we was that, that was a time I like <laughs> that was a time bro That was an era man That was an era G when when we made it came out bro that G we was blasting that G that intro, I to that
0: song. you said what? I said I graduated to that song. See, like we made
1: it was was hard, g, but graduated high school to that song. Hey, like that was a time, but uh, but the end is a topic. If Drake's reign is over or on the verge of ending, do you think? The artist who's probably gonna take the crown is already one of the hottest rappers in the game currently, or somebody we just
0: don't know yet. I feel like it could go either way. I feel because remember what I said: like you never know when, you never know when your uh, presence in the music could just—you never know when people could just. Discover you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Dirk has been dropping music for a long time, bro. And just now, and he's been real successful with his run thus far, but right now, he's starting to discover new territory within his career. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, you never know. He like, little baby, like you said, if it wasn't Drake right now, it'd be a little baby up the top of your head, but mm-hmm. he can get blindsided by somebody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Man, Von was finna take off. King Von was finna take. He was to take off, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, you know what happened happened. But that's a great example. And Von was doing stuff like for a minute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before he blew up off uh crazy story and what was he on? He was on a uh, love Songs for the streets too. Some song with a uh, little But like. The fact of the matter is Von was spending takeoff so you never know so I feel like I feel like it could go I feel like it's anybody's game right now honestly because everybody that's out right now is doing pretty well yeah it's doing pretty well for themselves so, yeah and I feel like it's, it's kind of anybody's game
1: yeah and this is another thing we gotta factor in this year is gonna be treated like an anomaly even like a good portion of next year because one nigga's still not touring Niggas can't really do shows. Niggas can't really do oh, club yeah. appearances. They can't do really appearances, appearances like that. So, it's easy to sit there and be like, okay, my music's popping because the streaming numbers say so. We won't really see who's really <laughs> popping, who ain't once. Um, damn, bro, you missed that dunk. Ugly as hell, boy. But uh, <laughs> we won't really see who's popping once clubs start opening back up. Once we actually walk into these stores and see, yo, like, oh, okay, like, oh, this is playing, okay, that's hot, all right, cool. Go to the club and be like, oh, okay, yeah, this, this is a club anthem here, yeah, this bang right here. Or, like, when we go to, like, public places and just be like, oh, okay, yo, they really fuck with folks. Or when, when mugs go on tour, how fast that stuff about to sell out. Because oh, this God. is my thing. We c- it's so easy to stream music. G, it is so easy to literally scroll up on our phone. I don't want know why I see my text, and literally push. I don't think you could. I don't think it's not popping up, and push the music icon to go to Apple Music. G, it's too fucking easy to literally go do that. It's too easy. Same going on YouTube for the NBA YoungBoy fans. Cause they like hearing music being blasted. And also NBA Youngboy is another nigga who's in the conversation. Yeah. So, so it's like, yo, we like we're really going to see once things start opening up, like maybe late 2021, summer 2021. But honestly, 2022, we're really going to see who, who who's that person. Who's that nigga? Because that that's that's really gonna tell the whole story in itself right there is when music, when like you can be a little when you can actually be moving public with your music now. Like it's just too easy, it's just too easy right now. But let's go ahead and move on. Uh, let's do our year in review. A lot has happened, and like I said, that 2020 is an interesting year for music in terms of just a niggas just dropping music, dropped music, and a lot of the superstars of music took a back seat. Like, there were people who were like, oh, yeah, we should get a... Like, we're expecting Kendrick to drop this year. Kendrick didn't drop this year. we expecting Drake to drop... We thought Drake was dropping a uh, certified lover Boy this year. Now nah, he's dropping it next year. J. Cole might still drop his album before the year goes out because he Instagrammed something that was a tease. So we might see something this week. We don't know. But, uh, but yeah... J. Cole didn't drop nothing. Beyonce is normally dropped something around. It's been around this. Like this would have been the year she probably would have dropped something. She didn't drop nothing. Uh I think Scissor, I would throw Scissor in terms of the superstar, but she didn't drop nothing. She dropped a single Ty Dollar sign. So a lot of the like real big superstars of music hasn't dropped shit. But in terms of that it did lead to a lot of artists taking chances and just saying, let me give you guys a bunch of shit. And I, when I say shit, I don't mean like it was actual shit, but like in terms of hey, i I'm giving you guys tons of music, tons, which led to like the little babies, the baby, uh, to take the shine, Meg sign and take a shine, Uzi to take, uh, Uzi to come out the, uh, the dead and shine uh summer walker the shine uh plenty of artists like a lot of like literally like when i was just recapping all the albums that i either listened to or like uh that I either listened to or uh just dropped a lot of people dropped music i heard a lot of albums this year uh so it was just like in terms of future still in that conversation of people uh, who drop mm-hmm. uh, Big Sean. The
0: right? music just for the... um. You said what? Uh, I said a lot of people drop music just for the fact of us being in quarantine.
1: Exactly. Like niggas just dropping stuff, just drop shit. Like a lot of music. And like it may not have been from the superstars. I think Drake is probably the biggest artist to actually drop. Well, the weekend, weekend and Drake is probably the biggest artist, like superstar tier artist to actually drop something. And I guess if you want to drop Big Sean mm-hmm. in that conversation, I guess. But yeah, like a lot of people drop. But um, I would say like in, like in terms of streaming, because literally niggas, the only way niggas was gonna make money was their music was streaming. And it was also the year of deluxe albums. Yeah. Which is like a, the biggest scam Man, every, of all every time. Every album
0: was like 30 songs, 25 songs. Yeah, it was going crazy.
1: <laughs> like niggas literally sit there and give you an 18 song album. A week or two later, oh, here's 10 more songs. Like nigga, I, I barely listened the first 18. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? But. I ain't mad at it because <laughs> because literally how else how else were you going to get money through streaming and get and mugs to just go back and stream that one specific album? It be that way sometimes. So like when a good example, I think even though know, I said the person who did mm-hmm. the best version of a deluxe album was Lil Uzi because he literally turned to a whole entire different project. I respect him for it, but niggas was getting it out yeah. of hand. Like I think the the most the most heinous one. I think the most heinous freaking deluxe album this year had to been... I might say it was G Herbo G. I think it was Herbo G. His was probably the most out of hand. Either him or Pop Smoke, but Pop Smoke died. PTSD. R.I.P. You said, yeah, PTSD deluxe album for that. I think that was like literally a, a 15 extra songs. I was like, bro. Yeah. I was like, gee, you could have... We, you could have did something with this um but but yeah like so much dropped uh and unfortunately a lot of rappers met the untimely demise RIP Pop Smoke RIP uh King Von even I, I it's funny because like how all of it happened so soon uh like I thought Juice World was this year as well but it was actually last year this around this time last year so like Dang. yeah Exactly. Um, It was somebody else. But, like, so many artists either died or got shot or in jail. Like, it was a very nasty year. Uh, Very nasty year. So prayers to a lot of uh, rappers, their families, friends, fans, all of that. Because it was just a nasty situation. Whether it was because of goofy violence or just unfortunate circumstances uh, like, because of COVID or whatever, it'd be that way. Uh, we did get Versus Battles as well. Versus was a very, shout out to Timberland and Swiss Beats for that. Uh, fairy fire concept to keep us entertained while, uh, while y'all supposed to be quarantined, technically. Cause a lot of you niggas wasn't shit. Um, but yeah, like, it was a really fun year, G. Like, a really fun year in terms of music. Uh, Oh, yeah. But which one you want to do first? You want to do top five artists, top five
0: albums, or just um where you want to go first? We can do top five artists, then albums, and then we can just do like our favorite verses and songs.
1: All right. Uh, so my top five artists. Uh, number five, I put them Griselda niggas as a collective. Like those, Nick, them niggas are collecting mm-hmm. Like, shout out to Benny the Butcher, shout out to Conway, shout out to the uh, what's the other nigga name? I always forget your name, bro. I, forgive me, bro. I can't think of you right now. But uh, but them niggas literally brought back the old feeling of like how early 2000s drug rap, <laughs> they brought the feeling oh, back yeah. of early. Like them, and plus the thing is, they can rap their ass off, bro. They, them, all of them niggas can rap their freaking ass off. G, Benny Butchers more my cup of tea. Conway's cool. Let me try to remember the other one. I I really hate the fact I'm forgetting the other nigga name. Uh, what's your name, my nigga? Um, shit, bro. What's your freaking name, bro? Uh, it's Conway. Benny the Butcher, bro. What's your name? G. Gee, gee, damn, bro. I really forgot this <laughs> man's name. G. I feel bad. I, I really do.
0: Uh, shoot. Do there we go, West Side Gun. Pass, there huh? we
1: go, West Side Gun. Forgive me, G. It's just you. Your name is kind of very not the most fire amongst them. So it's like, for me, it's just like it slips my mind but these uh these grizzelda niggas was fire they really brought the old feeling back of like that classic 2000s drug era of just like yo this is how we rap in the streets and this is how we deal coke to your friends and family and shit and while wow, making it sound fire my only problem was the production was ass but i would say this on each day albums the production was a little bit better benny butcher had the best production because he was with my boy hit boy also we gotta give hit boy a lot of credit for this year He was probably producer of the year to me but, uh, but yes, them Griselda niggas in a bag, plain and simple. So, uh, those that that's my number five as a collective. Uh, number four, I'm putting, I'm giving that to uh Drake. Like I said, Dark Side, Dark, Dark Side Lane, ta- Dark Lane demo tapes, what the shit called was fire. Uh, and also in turn, and then even the features he did was fire. Uh, Laugh Now, Cry Later very great song, and put Dirk on, uh, like, Drake, stay, like I said, Drake finds ways to stay relevant, whether you want to accept it or not, like, he's there, um, then, number three, I'm putting Chris Brown, Chris Brown, uh, the most, was probably very underappreciated this year, and B was a fire album that isn't getting talked about enough, it's just not, and just the features The songs he did drop There is a lot of heat And like he stayed Out of trouble as well Which is a positive But So shout out to Chris Brown Staying out of trouble In the midst of like A lot of the shenanigans That has happened In music About artists this year Like he he's the one That stayed out of trouble And hasn't It seemed like he wasn't In Atlanta Wasn't in uh, Houston Acting a damn fool So shout out to Chris mm-hmm. Brown For that um my number 2 is Lil Baby. Like I said, hottest rapper easily this year for good or bad reasons. He gave he gave niggas uh hope with the Black Lives Matter song which was played again and again and again and again and again and again and again, and again on the radio. Uh multiple songs that was getting heavy radio play. Uh I think my turn was the one is if not is the most successful rap album of this year. So you got to give his credit in that aspect, despite how I feel about that shit. Very mid ass album, but yeah. but in terms of just being and like how we mentioned earlier on the pod, remaining relevant, remaining in the news, good or bad, <laughs> good or bad, he was there, and I have to give him his credit. Like he he did his job. Like he's he did his job really well, uh. And then my number five is Uzi, and in terms of music, I think Uzi had the best year. You may sit there and disagree, but guess what? Hold my nuggets, suck my dick, cause I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I'm like literally niggas might sit and niggas probably gonna sit there and think I'm a big Uzi fan. I would say over the past year, I've grown so I have became a fan, but I'm not gonna sit and say. Yo, if this nigga is this untouchable, no, he's not. But he deserves his props because this nigga was on the verge of retiring. And Jay Z said, Nah, nigga, I'm gonna get you out that bullshit ass DJ drama contract and you're gonna continue bless the world. So, shout out to that Rock Nation get out of jail free card. Uh, but Uzi took advantage. Definitely. uh in terms of features, G, that man. <laughs> This is the thing like I love Eternal Take. I love Love versus the world. Uzi versus the world. Or what the uh, deluxe album was called. Those are fire. But gee, in terms of features, he was in his bag with features. He has a tape with Future where literally I and I I think I said it on the pod Future drags niggas when they do collab tapes with them. If you do a few if if you say hey I'm about to be in the studio with Future G and you are doing a collab tape with him. You're going to get
0: watched. <laughs> Y'all yeah, was talking about this Drake era. Like, G. Like, it was, bro. It was the Drake era over and all this Drake hate and stuff like that. Future dragged Drake. Time to be alive, bro. bro.
1: Gee. He made,
0: like, th- like that G. was Future's album. Our <laughs> future's album with Drake features. Exactly. But Drake floated on 30 for 30 because he was getting off and he floated on his dancing. I ain't gonna lie. I feel like mm But the majority of was Future's album, bro. It was in his mother bag.
1: It was. Uh by the way, your uh your screen froze, by the way. But uh but yeah, like Future like if you do a collab table future, he he's gonna get in that ass. Uzi held his own. There was a couple songs where actually he watched Future. I was like, oh, yeah. So, it's, it, like I said, it's, it's not a crime. It's it's not a crime to get dragged by Future, but literally, they had a, such a chemistry where it was like, Uzi was like, or Future was like, I'm like, hey, I'm not going. And I respect it. I respect it to the fullest, G. So, yeah,
0: he was going crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Uzi did his thing, and then also, he, he still remained relevant in his own way, Uh, did things, and like, he... he Shit, I would say right now, he's probably better than, in terms of Philly rappers, him and Meek has been holding down, but I think he's better than Meek right now. Yeah, I agree. So, so that, that's, uh, that was agree. my best
0: uh, artist, rappers, whatever. Are you doing this by, like, artists who's been relevant in th- the year 2020, or just the artists you've just been listening to?
1: 2020
0: uh, both okay um all right number five number five would be um number five i'm gonna put little uzi um him being number five isn't really like a negative thing it's just in Damn comparison up. to what else in comparison to the other people on the list but I feel exactly the same way you did. I've been a Uzi I've been an Uzi fan since I think two thousand I think two thousand sixteen. He had this song called uh he had the song called Horse. You do you remember that song? Nah. That song put me on the Uzi. Ever since that song, I forgot what song he initially blew up with, but I didn't really like it like that. But when mm. I heard Horse, I was I was a Uzi fan. like mean, that song go crazy. Uh, I don't even think it's after Apple Music, but um, I felt the same way you do about how I've grown to be a Uzi fan over time. So, cause I kind of felt like when Uzi came out, he went so crazy, and then he got to a certain level of his career where it just seemed like he kind of slowed down, like he lost that momentum. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And so I kind of like you know my attention kind of went off of him, but Eternal, would take. And this future album was like, all right, this nigga he he actually still cares about what, what the fuck he do. Mm-hmm. So I'm number, uh, number five is Uzi. Number four, um, um, number four. Oh, number four would be the weekend. Um, I constantly have the weekend in rotation, like. I don't care. I'll tee up to the depressing ass, melancholy
1: Uh,
0: (laughs) R&B. somebody said
1: vampire strip club music. (laughs) 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 Look, hey, hey, look, if somebody who, who, if somebody who works at Marvel, or you plan on, or if you're the writer of the Blade, the Blade reboot, you need to have a vampire, Blade, walk to a vampire strip club, and Weekend is playing. If not, you fucking fail. You failed.
0: That's a missed opportunity, my nigga. Like, oh, they easy. They've, easy, they've decided to do from dust till dawn part two. Um, <laughs> don't miss your opportunity. Uh, but yeah, weekend. Uh, I weekend always in rotation. After hours was amazing. After hours. That that came out in twenty twenty, right?
1: Yeah, that came, That was I was like January. I want to say January or February. Like yeah. I know, it was before the Weekend, pandemic. That's
0: how it was before the pandemic. It was before the pandemic. Um, but yeah, after I was just crazy. I liked we. I like Weekend, as people would say, his "quote unquote" mainstream style. Now, uh, Weekend was another artist. Kind of how we talked about Lil Durk, his career just plateaued. He was catapulted into a, just a new territory of like fame and stardom around. Uh, the beauty behind the madness um and a lot of people say oh he's going mainstream now like, this nigga his his platform expanded you know what yeah. i'm saying a lot of people they love this when the artist platform expands they're no longer underground that like you're no longer special for being the only person listening to this artist now you now you say oh they're mainstream bad thing whatever but after hours was, was a very great album it was a, it was amazing um we came up with number four. Number number three would be Lil Durk. Uh, Lil Durk. When I look at my 2020, uh, what I've been listening to on Apple Music, they told me "Blicka Blicker was the number one song of the entire year. Like I listened to that song. I think it was a. I think it was a total of three hundred. Sometimes, bro, it's three hundred sixty-five days in a year. I was like, damn but yeah, you, uh you I like, show you ran when, I, that made album, when I, I made my album music playlist i got a playlist on after when i go to drive to work and that's the first song and when that song came out every morning i get up and go to work uh when me even get ready to go to work i would play that song first every morning uh so yeah a uh, little dirt love song for the streets my favorite song off the album is that came out 2022 i no, no 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 that came out last year that came out 2000 no oh,
1: he made a love song for the streets this year i could have sworn he did
0: love song for the streets too i just looked it up so i made sure i was getting my stuff right it came out in like 2019.
1: i could have sworn that was this year i thought it
0: was this year too because he dropped two projects this year didn't he love song for the streets too. it came out august 2nd 2019.
1: oh okay I- Oh, just cause y'all waited to—that's what it was. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah. Okay, that's I'm like, gee, I thought he dropped
0: two projects this year, but okay, be good. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, Lil Durk has been heavy, heavily in rotation, as you can see by what I just told you about the freaking uh, alpha music playback. Um, I'm gonna say something else about Lil Durk. Uh, I forgot but Lil Durk's career is it's just going up it's just going up yeah. i think he's like 28. i think i
1: think dark like was closer to my oh. age so he's either 27 or 28.
0: yeah this nigga is going crazy bro like his momentum just went so crazy this year bro um it's just going crazy starting number three number four is future you're matter of fact number four is drake no, I'm
1: tweaking. No, you're number Why
0: three. You you're number three. number three.
1: I mean, number, number three was
0: Drake. Number two. Oh, number two is yeah. Drake. My fault. I'm tweaking. Number two is Drake. Number Drake was gonna be number one, but Future's number one. I'm gonna get to that later. Uh, Drake is number two. While Drake is my favorite artist, Future has been heavy in rotation. That's why I don't understand how, how "Blicker Blicker" was the number one song, but I guess because I played it first when I started driving. But I mean, I'm not mad at it. But Drake is number two. Um, if I wanted, if I could, I would just have Drake and Future right next to each other. But for the sake of a top five, Drake is at number two. Um, Dark Lane Demonstrates, with was having rotation. Uh, I listened to the whole thing once, but the the songs I listened to the most was. Uh, Photography style, When to Say When. Um, I mean, those are the main songs he's like kind of promoted. But, I mean, they, they went hard. And uh, Time Flies, Pain time 1997. Flies. Hey, I'm going to say uh, this.
1: If we didn't enter a damn pandemic, Time Flies would have been fire, G, here
0: hear at the set, G. Yeah. Yeah, bro. That song go crazy. Um, in the Pain 18... 1997 with him and Playboy Cardi.
1: You, mean you didn't just like Playboy Cardi's birth. birth. I, 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 I didn't. I turned the song off after Playboy Cardi. <laughs> like, to me, it's, that song life. is like is it's, it's Time Fly, it's Pain 1993, the Drake song. <laughs>
0: Drake Boy Cardi, because he did his flow well better than him. Literally, he, he, he um, how you watch a
1: nigga using his flow?
0: He does it all the time. Um, what else can I say? Be yeah, Uh, What else did Drake drop yeah? year? Laugh not cry later.
1: Um He oh that song Drake, uh, that song with that nigga Young Blue or whatever, uh when Drake was talking about them type of hugs and shit.
0: Oh, um I don't know the name of that song. It's gonna actually kill me if I don't give it. I'm actually gonna look it up right now. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. They say town you. Yeah. So don't Your your, your mind still.
1: There we go. All right before
0: we get uh yeah, copyright. right right um yeah the future future of number one number one is future. When I tell you if I can show you right now, I don't want to move my phone from the charge. Actually no, it's actually fucking it's been charged. But if you look on my Mac, can you see, even see my MacBook right now?
1: Uh no, because your
0: uh your virtual background is very powerful. Damn, the vibes is strong with this one. um. Future is literally all over my playlist, bro. Amen. He's actually the cover of the playlist, bro. Uh, <laughs> Future's just, yeah, Enough said, man. Like, um, what's his? Uh, what was name of Future's album? How uh, of life? How of life went so freaking crazy. How of life went? Nuts. We talked about it on one of our episodes when it came out, but Solitaries is my jam. Last name with him, Low Dirt uh that came yeah, out before he dropped the album but that song was smooth it was on like it was on good, one of the albums though it was on uh-huh. one of the albums for last name it
1: was on one of the projects yeah, it was- G, i'm positive so they released it on
0: two projects
1: i don't know because i remember seeing it on like two three different projects she
0: no it, it's on how long okay i was saying they dropped it before he released oh, yeah. the album, okay. the single. Yeah. Or um But yeah, man. That he High Life came up, came out in twenty twenty. That's the only thing Future released in twenty twenty, right? In terms of projects, but solo projects, yeah. High High Life, yeah, yeah. His features, obviously, his features went crazy. He was on. Pardon me with Lil Yachty. Yo, club- the thing is, this. Pardon me with me- Lil Yachty like that.
1: Part of me is probably the hardest verse of this year. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. That's the hardest verse of this year. Like I like
0: easily, undisputed.
1: We'll talk about oh, that later. Yeah, though.
0: I would definitely agree with that. Um, but yeah, that's my top five. That is my top five. I ain't I, mad I at it. I mean artists. That's my top five
1: artists. I ain't mad at it. Uh also honorable mention. Uh, I didn't put weekend in mind, but weekend is an honorable mention. Uh and I'm throwing Meg the Stallion in there just as a general. Like she did well this year. Like she didn't have no good album. Her albums, was uh, in. But in terms of staying relevant, good or bad news, but taking advantage of the bad and turning to good, Meg was definitely up there, especially once quarantine happened because we saw some quality. Quality twerk videos, my nigga. So,
0: my pleasure.
1: said, "Hey, yeah, you, you you can't admit to that thing, but but uh, let's go ahead, and move on to top five albums. Uh, so, I'm gonna say this now: my top five albums are in no particular order. I'm just saying mm. that now. Worth, I want the listeners to know, it's in no Particular order And also Niggas I want you niggas To also know Another thing Lil Baby Is not in my Top 5
0: Honest I mean albums, album? I mean,
1: My turn Is not in my Top 5 I've been telling You mm. niggas All year That album Was mid I've been telling You niggas All year That he was Getting washed In every feature On that album All year but well, you niggas just sat there and got mad at me. But I'm just keeping it G real. That album, I couldn't literally finish it in one sitting. If I can't listen to an album in one sitting, you fucked up. Big time. Ooh. So, that album wasn't, it was pretty big mid. Shout out to that great Future uh, future was on there as well. Lil Uzi, great verse on there. Uh, I think Gunna, Gunna dragged that nigga on one song. If I recall correctly, hmm. so with all that being said, the album is not even in my top five. It's not in my top eight. It's that it's not even in my top ten because I listened to so much music this year. I felt like it's not even deserving to be put in that conversation. Still, he had a great year though. But uh, my top five albums, once again, in no particular order. Uh, I had to throw both of these in here solely. Because it felt disrespectful not to put either one and make the other one miss out. So burden of proof by Benny the Butcher and Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs tie Ooh. well are tied in this because I feel like I had to mention both. And it's only right to mention both because they both the rapidly rap street niggas. Uh, burden of proof is literally the best produced. Griselda album. beat The Butcher got the hell off. Um, he To me, he felt comfortable. Niggas was saying, and it's probably Griselda fanboy saying, well, he didn't sound like he normally would and all of that. But I'm like, bro, he probably because he's rapping off some really great beats from a really great fucking producer. So, yeah, of course, he's going to sound really good on a hit boy beat, on a hit boy sample. So, of course, he's going to sound freaking a little bit different. Uh... But burden and proof was really a really great album, great hip hop rap album. Uh, Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs. I'm gonna sit there and say, Freddie Gibbs, I think is on a very immaculate run in terms of just rap albums. Uh, mm-hmm. really good. I feel like he's prop, Like it's it kind of really sucks that the Griselda niggas are kind of like the mainstream pick of. A we love these street rapidity niggas. When Freddie yeah. Gibbs been doing it all year for like I won't say all year, but for the past decade, and like the past I think three four years, he dropped some like album of the year quality albums, and Alfredo's is like part of that great run. But uh, I really hope Freddie Gibbs gets a lot more credit. But Alfredo was really good. Um, really enjoyed that album. Uh, After Hours. Uh, really great weekend album i'm gonna sit here and say it's probably his best um his best mainstream album like his best like from start to finish this is his best uh mainstream album uh dark lane tapes demo tapes like literally speaks for itself uh Slim and b with young thug and Chris brown this album slapped it's slapped It was a very fucking great album. There's no skips on this album at all, none. And this is an album that, an album and collaboration tape that didn't get the credit it deserved because of freaking COVID. This album was supposed to be the theme song for the summer, and it wasn't able to be that, huh? What album? The uh, Slim and B, Chris Brown and Young Thug.
0: Uh, Oh, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think it, I would say it probably went under the radar because of that. Because we necessarily, yeah, like, well, Chicago opened up to an extent, yes. But it wasn't open, open. Like, if this, like, if this was able to play in clubs, play at the set, and you were just able to go, like, live a summer, this album would hit. A lot more and be a lot more appreciated. Uh, the ones who did listen to it, they rock with it heavy. I love this album. Like this, if I was to actually rank albums, this would be my number one. Uh, yeah. It would honestly be my number one because like that gets heavy, heavy gets heavy, heavy, heavy playback. Um, and plus, Doug and Chris Brown have a really great chemistry. Uh, then number five, Eternal, a take, literally. This album, not only did it surprise me, but it, I wasn't expecting the reception it got either from social media. This, this it made me really believe Uzi's bigger than Muggs give him credit for because literally Muggs wasn't expecting shit to drop. And then when he said, Hey, it's dropping this morning, get ready, Muggs was ready. Exactly. And it was crazy. Like I remember when I was I was on my way to work I was on the pace bus, I was,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I was on the pace bus heading to work, I was about to get off on ninety fifth and uh the ridge mall. To get to catch the other bus I was like yo, come on G I need to serve hit Apple, and G when I was listening to it on the way I was like yo this nigga Uzi rapping his fucking ass off G, like I I was I thought I was expecting a mix of things, but, gee, the fact that this, Uzi, this nigga Uzi gave us a rap album, and it slapped. It then gave us mm-hmm. a Lux album with with some more rapping, but, like, the class, like, the stuff that we love Uzi for, the more the artistic side, I was like, gee, this man is in his bag, gee. So, shout out to Uzi. Like, it, in terms of rap albums, it's my favorite rap album this year, easily. But Uzi really, genuinely put a lot of effort and love into this, and it proved a point by it as well. Proved a hell of a point by it. So those are my top five albums. I ain't
0: mad at it. I ain't mad at it at all. Uh shit No particular order either. Um no particular order. I'ma just get out the way, obviously, high of life or future. Um but I already kind of talked about that when I talked about you to be a number one top artist. Internal um, take. Uh, I was actually at work when uh, you. I think you sent me that. You let you told when it dropped. Yeah, I
1: sent you. I think I told you to sent you the link. Yeah.
0: I think you sent it to me and, yo, I was at work because I listen to like I go over my albums when I'm at work because I ain't gonna do. Um, but I get tired of doing that sometimes. So I be needing other music to listen to, and you sent me that like right on time. I'm like, alright, let me just listen to it so I can just do my work and just like go through this album or whatever. Uzi was rapping his ass off. <laughs> he was rapping his ass off, and I think we just had that conversation when I was like, yo, it seemed like this nigga's momentum like woo, or mm-hmm. whatever. But then he released the album, and I was like, alright. I'm going to eat my motherfucking words. All right, all right, it's all good. It have to feel. The best of us. Um, Uzi wrapped his ass off in the album. And yeah. gave us a deluxe. And that's how you do it. That's how you give us a deluxe. He did the proper way of doing days.
1: deluxe. It wasn't just random songs. It felt like
0: an entirely new album. It was like a double disc. He made us want a deluxe. He made us. The album was so good, we didn't know we wanted a deluxe until he gave us a deluxe.
1: Yeah, I was like, all right, bro.
0: Cool. That's how it's supposed to be. Like, all right, bet. Cool. Um Eternal Take was good. Uh let me see. Um after hours I mean I'm at three. Yeah, three after hours. Um, I already talked about that though when I cut on my top five objects. But um after hours kinda reminded me of a blend of It was a blend of a lot of stuff. It was like a blend of trilogy, as in the whole. It was a blend of trilogy, um, Starboy. A lot of people didn't like Starboy, but I like Starboy. Starboy, Trilogy, Starboy. I love Starboy at first.
1: It just, I It's like it's hard for me to go back to. If that makes sense, it don't have much Mm -hmm. replay value.
0: Um. It remind it, it. gave me a feel of trilogy, Starboy, and Beauty Behind the Madness, all in like one mix, and it was refreshing to listen to, mm-hmm. because he his style drastically kind of changed with Starboy. Yeah, you. I that's, mean, honestly, that's if you're you a real weekend Starboy is when he went pop. Starboy was when he yeah. went pop. But this is my thing, bro. If you're a if you're a real weekend fan. And you go back and listen to like I think it's just one little EP he had called The Noise. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of his old stuff that's like on trilogy, which is Echoes of Silence Thursday, House of yeah. Balloons Put Together, you know, you could you see that in his style that going pop was not out of his element at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um Starboy was more so him saying like, Okay, cool. I done did what I did over here. Now let me finally like open this door and walk in there. And he floated. Mm-hmm. He freaking floated to me, if you ask me. Um I feel like uh after Alice was a great balance. It was a balance of like when he went pop, he went pop. He didn't ease his way into pop like Drake or whatever. When he went pop, he went full blooded pop. Yeah. Um we was like, God damn, we had to get adjusted. But I feel like After Hours was a great balance. Like, Blind and Lights, that song was amazing. It's, man, look. I love um, that song, <laughs> I love Blind and Blind Lights. And Lights is, Blind and Lights is, somebody made a video of the of Grand Theft Auto Vice City, the intro, oh, and yeah. they put blinding Lights over it. And I'm like, why does this spit so perfect? um What's that, Heartless? Heartless came out, Heartless was freaking golden. I was at yeah. work when that came out. I was taking out the garbage. And I was like, yo. Like, this hard. is crazy. Um it was crazy. But uh after hours, that's number three. Um number two not number two, my bad. Uh well whatever. Um yeah, this, second to last is uh Huh? It was yeah, I know I, I get you man. I never mind. Go ahead. Um second to last is uh just as y'all waited, And I'm going to just go for the deluxe because it has all the songs on it. Uh, this whole album is on my playlist. I have a playlist of songs that I listen to the most. And it's like, I'm not going to skip these songs. Cause What's the point of, me? you know what I'm saying? Like, in mm-hmm. my after music, I got a playlist of all the songs I like. Shit that my bangers, shit that I'm going to listen to. I know I'm going to listen to it. This whole album is on there. Usually I pick and choose album songs off of an album to put it on the playlist. This whole play this whole album is on the playlist. Different meetings, Street Infection, Three Headed Go, All Love, Gucci Gucci, Viral Moment, 248, Tried for Hose, Internet Sensation. Ooh, all the way down the street, prayer. The whole album is on the playlist. My favorite song off of here is It's probably between Viral Moments, uh, um, watch, no, Watch Your Homie. That's my favorite song. Watch Your Homie. That's my favorite song. Right um, but yeah, Darkwing crazy. And last but not least, um, I don't put that Kid Cudi album up there. People say it with me, <laughs> but I love Kid Cudi. I really do. And I was just going back to listen to a lot of kid Cuddy's music um recently before like three weeks before he dropped the album or announced it or whatever i was listening to mad kid Cuddy, bro i'm talking about all the way back to man on the moon for everything from man on the moon to freaking i found this one song that he did with uh asap rocky um a S A P. Forever. I'm like, that's, that song was broke. Um, but yeah. And then next thing you know, we announced that he's dropping Men on the Moon 3, The Chosen. And I was like, what? So I was probably off the high of my Kid Cudi binge, but I really do like this album. But I just like, I just fuck with Kid Cudi as an artist and his style and everything. Like, it was a really good album. My favorite song is uh, The Void. The boy, that song goes that crazy. Um, let me see. The yeah, the Void is my favorite song. Okay, and that is my top five album. All right, all
1: right, I respect that. Uh, so before we uh do uh favorite songs and verses. Uh, new artists that we were put on to this year. So for me, because I just want to give a couple people credit, shout out to uh Givian, Givian, what his name is. He was the dude who was on the Chicago freestyle. Uh, Buddy got clean. Buddy is really cold, really freaking cold. And he had he dropped two uh really good R and B albums. Uh, Polo G, Polo G. Uh, that nigga gonna be cold. Polo G gonna be special. Like, mm-hmm. If he continues to grow, I think he he's somebody who's gonna be around for a good minute, and just also King Von, cause to me, you know King Von been around for a minute, you niggas put me on. I just got on the wave late, but King Von mm-hmm. as well was somebody I gotta give a lot of credit to him for somebody who's just new doing their thing, as well. So, uh, but yeah. So, any new artists you want to talk about?
0: <clears throat> uh, I don't really have any new artists that I have. But, uh, I mean, I guess you could say Thundercat. I wasn't really listening to Thundercat a lot, but Dragon Ball Durag kept popping up on fucking Facebook, bro. And you could escape. You can't it escape came that out, so. It came out last. year, Did it come out 2019? I feel like they came
1: because I remember hearing that. Because I heard a. What Thundercat album was that I listened to in 2018? 2018 and 2017, I don't remember. But I was listening to a Thundercat album then because somebody told me to listen to it. And I was really rocking with it because I really liked the nerdy funk effect that he had going on. But um, I forgot. But that song been around for a minute.
0: Uh, well, I first heard it in two thousand uh, last year. Probably late 2018, 2019 or whatever. Mm-hmm but i was going through a lot at that time and i wasn't really i, I was in a different headspace. right now i'm listening to a lot more music because i'm doing a lot of fucking uh mindless stuff at work and driving i'm doing a lot of driving stuff so i have a lot of music playing and i was like fuck it i'm gonna add this damn song to my playlist and that song was so freaking it, it, it's so relaxing and i was like this nigga uh thundercat is crazy so I, that's probably the only new artist i kind of got put on
1: this year. I feel
0: uh also yeah.
1: somebody else I wanna throw in there is Doughboy. Uh he had a very if you like like if you into like street rap niggas, he's up there somebody in terms of just like, hey, yo, this nigga it's some real street shit that he be talking about. So shout out to uh Doughboy, check out his album Demons Are Us. It's a really funny album title. But uh really good like a really good album he he he's probably spotty if he keeps at it stays out of trouble please stay out in trouble brother he has potential to uh really do things as well but uh let's go ahead and talk about favorite songs of the year and all of that good stuff so it's a lot the funny thing is like a lot of songs bro a lot um Yeah, I'm just going to base this solely off my uh, 2020 playlist because I know that's what I've been playing. Uh, It's funny how fast time goes because Life is Good came out this
0: year. Life is Good came out in 2020? Yes. Wow, I could have sworn I was late 2019. Bro,
1: that came out early this year.
0: Whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. And that goes back to like, hey, you niggas want to sit there and say Drake Rain is over with? <laughs> you could escape that song. You really still can't escape that song.
0: Just throwing it up. No, out you there. can't. I kind of played it out for myself because me too. I that job that that song is literally us at work. It is, and for a moment it was motivation because I do be working on the freaking weekends <laughs> me, as freaking usual. Yep. Um, so it was kind of you know what I'm saying but I kind of played it out for myself but I still love it It, it's an amazing song the video the video is probably one of the like it's top 5 videos it's definitely top 5 videos
1: easily like I love that video but uh Life is Good uh Strawberry Peels Lil Uzi and Thugger they got clean the fuck off Strawberry Uh Peels (laughs) was one song where I could sit there and be like if I need something to boost my day like I had a rough start to my morning I get in the car and be like alright where Strawberry peels at alright play
0: yeah
1: like gee yeah. like that, that song go crazy uh what else we got here did these Side Baby songs come out this year let me just double check yeah so Side Baby dropped a lot of songs I've, I just overall messed with all year uh and Sada Baby's another artist. He, he's an honorable mention of mine. as one of my favorite artists of this year. Uh, Pressing with King Von is fu- it's funny because it's number two on my playlist. <laughs> they got cleaned the hell off. Sada and King yeah. Von got off on that, G. Sada. Oh, look,
0: yeah. <laughs> Pressing is fire, G. Uh,
1: so freaking fire. Uh, he got that song. Activated is crazy. Slide. Is literally a tune, so uh, but yeah, shout out to uh Sada Baby, Free Joe Exotic is one of the funniest songs I heard this year with that BFB Pac Man nigga. Uh, like Sada got a lot of songs I just vibe with heavy, so yeah, so shout out to uh Sada, he got a lot of songs. I I rocked with heavy this year. Uh, you can go ahead and drop song because I'm I'm just going through my whole
0: thing. I gotta get the name of a of two songs, but. Uh the voice um my little Dirt, That song and mm-hmm. crazy. Um uh, I am what I am, my King Von. <laughs> that song that song was getting played like how Blick a was getting played. Like it was getting played that song was getting played on the way home from work. I get in the car and I'm on the way home. That song's getting played. It's they got G. clean off. Buddy from That's, the world got clean
1: off. Yeah, Fabio, For, Fabio Forn,
0: that dude can go.
1: Like, he yeah. can go. He can really go. I'm just, it, It's really, like, that song blew up, and then it's like, gee, he died. It's like, come on, bro. It's that
0: like, song, come on. he dropped a preview of it on Twitter. Nah, latest. Yeah. It's like <laughs> this like, song, Um Let's see, what else? What else, what else, what else? Uh, I mean, this this didn't come out 2020. It came out... Uh, it came out. When did uh, Kid Cudi's album, "Kids He girls come out? Uh, that came out two years ago. 2018, I believe. Cudi Montage, though. Cudi Montage, I've been playing that song a lot. That song is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that song. Um, Freaking... Keezy Cuddy's and his, his humming and him with Kanye West. Come on now, come on bro. come on, bro. That's hey. that's crazy. Hey, uh, let me see what else I got up on here. Uh, um, what's the name of the song with uh? Oh, BB's King. BB BB. BB King freestyle. BB King freestyle. Why they go so hard? Why they go hard like yo that, Drake? Them niggas got went off. clean off, bro. And <laughs> them niggas went clean the fuck off, bro. And then when Wayne rapped on freaking uh the uh the breaks over uh, Jay Z. Oh yeah. That's probably that's easy. Probably the hardest song on the mixtape. I agree. The hardest song on the mixtape. Drake got off on BB King, but, but Wayne went. He let us know, like Wayne. You know what I'm saying? He it's, he got his ways about him. You know what I'm saying? He he does some things we don't agree. He with. makes he makes us you know remember. It's
1: like, "Hey, G, I was I'm still upper echelon,
0: G." When it's all said and done, he has not lost his his gift. Okay, yeah. you know how freaking uh, up. what's his name, Bobby Brown, sing like a pastor now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wayne's Wayne's bars when he wants to is it's the same it's the fucking same bro. He got clean off on that song. He did. Uh, that is is that it right now? I'm looking at my playlist. I'm at my playlist. I already said the void because uh, I was talking about the Cut, album. Yeah. Uh. Um,
1: hey, I don't know how I didn't mention uh Savage Mode 2 that's, the, that's another honorable mention of mine. But Running, oh, yeah. it's the hardest, hardest, one of the hardest tracks of this year, G. Like, it's probably top five what street time? track of Running. But who? Running. Hold on. I'll play, I play Smooth or... Uh... Oh, 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 yeah, 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 Like, I can't play too long before they get mad, but <laughs> running, running. <laughs> bro, I Man. felt that, G. <laughs> <laughs> it made me feel like I'm about to do a drive-by on somebody, bro. And there's a few songs yeah, that can so. make me feel that way. Very for few so.
0: songs. Oh, um, uh, Marnie, Marnie on Me. Marnie on Me in Plastic from, uh... Oh, like yeah,
1: off, Uzi and on me go crazy. Those two songs G. went
0: crazy. Marty on me is so freaking. That song is hard. That beat is hard. Plastic, that beat is hard too. That beat is stupid. Pla-
1: plastic, did- Future got off on plastic, if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah, Future. That was moment was of clarity like, okay. went
0: hard too. Moment of clarity, Future took off. Future floated. I was yeah. actually hoping that that was only like a future song you know when they do collab projects and yeah, they do that like one of them and have like, a song to they so yeah I thought that was moment of clarity uh I mean Uzi, when Uzi, he went crazy on it he was good on it but it' was like future was floating he was floating I didn't want him to stop rapping you know what I'm saying until the yeah. song was over but uh plastic moment of clarity and money on me is the three hardest songs on the album to me.
1: true uh we got to talk about Party Next Door. Uh, Party Next Door on his album he dropped this year, Party Mobile. He had a song on there called Savage Anthem, bro. That's an evil ass song. That's an evil ass
0: song. I have to put that on my playlist, actually, so I can add it to the rotation.
1: Like, bro, hold on. We haven't done a lyric uh read in a minute, but I'm about to read the lyrics to Savage Anthem by. We should start doing those more often, actually. We do. That's going to be something we're going to definitely try to do a little bit more often. But I'm going to read parts. And also, I know I'm not going to. I know people, if you listen to Joe Budden Podcast, you know they did it way better. But they can also play the songs. (laughs) But this nigga was evil as hell, (laughs) G. Literally, the intro is, don't hold your breath. And by the way, he's harmonizing this whole thing. Heavy reverb. Don't hold your breath. Don't wait on my love. Don't hold your breath. Don't wait on my love. Verse 1. Don't wait on my reply to your text. Don't wait on my nut from your sex. Don't trust me to capture the moment. Forgive me, it was just a moment. Don't lay up. I'd rather her stand out. I heard number two is your man now. Don't mind me being number two now. I'm a man up. Ain't no man down. You see, I don't give no fucks. Is it something we discussed? The truth got you in disgust now. Because I'd rather, I'd rather we just fuck now. That's just the first mm. verse. This nigga's in his
0: bag, bro. This, <laughs> <laughs> this
1: nigga's in his bag, bro. And then
0: also I the song I think songs. you actually put me on Party Next Door, like, way back in the day. I have. Like, literally, Party. I think you put me. I, I think you was. You, I forgot what song you was playing, bro. Um, I think it was it was on Party Next Door 2. P and D two is still his best project ever. Because so. I remember him coming out with over here on Party Next Door. Yeah, but that was around. Nothing was the same. And that song, and then Drake was on that song. And I'm like, eee. I was like a, I was like Drake, and it was nothing else at that point for me. And I'm like, it's cool. But then when Party Next Door Two came out, you was playing something. i like, he had a lot of hits on Party Next Door too.
1: Party Next Door 2 is arguably one of my favorite R&B albums ever. Yeah. So, nice. like, the whole, that's, that's to me a classic that, that it deserves to be a classic. Like, and plus, that was a very memorable summer for me. But this nigga, Party Next Door, is an evil son of a bitch uh, because this song, <laughs> <laughs> like, because the song is directed towards Kalani because uh, they had a relationship and the fact that I think their relationship been dead for the longest. I think she's been with, like, two different niggas in the midst of this and you just now dropping this song and it's just like all right man uh but let me read the second verse i put the dirt into the ba- dirt bag i still got your jacket in my bag i stood you up that was my bad gave me your heart watch me break that many different bitches in a coop this is how this is how low that max stoop me being faithful the issue trying to clean up because you coming soon I broke her off in the living room. There's a smell in the living room. No, that's fucked up. That's what Pippin do. Oh, no, that's fucked up. That's what Pippin do. Damn. Hold on. I think this sound soundbite. I didn't say motherfucker, it greater. Motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker. Do not do this shit today. Do not. Do this, motherfucker. That nigga part next door evil as shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah evil, I'm adding bro. that I'm adding that to the playlist as we speak like literally in terms of just like hey I'm planning out on the way to work tomorrow I hope you're okay <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> but hope you're okay. Uh, I hope things is okay with you because <laughs> <literally, laughs> but but literally in terms of like look man we all go through things but this is a very evil soul. And it stood out because even though that album was okay, it stood out because that nigga was just pure evil. Like, okay, bro. I, I get it, bro. Uh, Usher, by the way, had a really good comeback song as well this year. Like, uh. Who? Usher. Usher had a song that came out this year. I was really fired, bro. I'm trying to remember the name of it. They play it on radio all you the time, that. but I can't think of the name. Bad Habits bad habits by ush is like one of the coldest songs to come out this year G. like that song go crazy hold on I, you probably heard it, it it's, you heard the beat at least huh?
0: no i have
1: not heard that song, oh. bro. yeah that song is crazy it's it, once again it's another song that be, uh doesn't benefit from the fact that literally we are in a pandemic so you couldn't really get the full effect of like how powerful that song could have hit. But shout out to Usher for uh, for Bad Habits. Um, uh, oh, I didn't mention the album. Chloe and Hayley, uh Ungodly Hours. Them girls is going to be really freaking special one day, G. Mm-hmm. They already special. But they going to be really special, G. But uh, there was one song on there that was really freaking that stuck out to me um let's see forgive me was really good no the song itself ungodly hour that's why i sat there i was like okay these little beyonce angels is really some freaks <laughs> <laughs> Angels i was like all right man y- y'all cool but yeah uh uh, what else we got here? Uh, you go ahead, bro. I gotta uh go through some of these albums and try to make sure I remember these songs correctly too.
0: Uh, Chaz Vibe got a song out called "Below." Chaz Vibe it's got pretty. a lot of
1: songs. We're gonna save Chaz Vibe for last, though. He
0: yeah, got a lot of songs out, but "Below" is is a really, it's a really special song. The song it kind of hits home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh. It's been in rotation a lot. Just, just putting that out there. Um, let me see. I'm looking at my playlist right now. I mean, okay. Who's I mean, what's the name? Playboy Cardi's album came out. Whole lot of ass. And um, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> go to the moon, go crazy. Cause I just, I just love Kanye. I just love Kanye. Go to the moon was crazy. Uh, it was mostly Kanye on the album, on that song. Uh, Playboy Cardi came on at the end, but he didn't really say much, it was like six to eight bars worth of lyrics. Metamorphosis with Kid Cuddy, and this is so crazy because, like I told you, I was listening to Kid Cuddy all like heavy mm-hmm. before he dropped his most recent album. I didn't even know he was releasing something, I think for like two days before he dropped it, I saw it on Facebook, and then he's on his album. I'm like, I'm Definitely finna put this song on a playlist and it would go crazy. Metamorphosis is cold. Teen X with Future, you know how I am about Future. Future's number one. And I I'm hate like, Oh, got Future on the album.
1: I hate that song. That
0: song Hold on. We were in the X, we were in the Codeine. <laughs> it grew on me. At first I was like, What the heck? It grew on me. I'm not gonna lie. Um The thing about whole lot of red is that the production is the production is great it's just insanely repetitive Mm -hmm. um it's just insanely repetitive uh oh yeah get back with Lil Durk and um King Von no no not get back back again with Lil Durk and King Von
1: that was fire
0: with one of the most disrespectful verses of 2020 of all time Uh. He said, rest in peace. That's messed <laughs> up.
1: <laughs> Look, man, um, there's a lot. Of, you can sit there and say, you know, my homies are packed. But don't sit there and
0: tell me rest in peace, G. That's <laughs> your freedom rule. I might just slide. Rest in peace, nigga. That is, <laughs> that's some serious hatred, man. You know how much you got to hate somebody. Uh, Did uh, Okay, Gucci. You fuck? said what? um my phone just went out and it was, it was terrifying um what was I gonna say Gucci bucket hat with Chris I know not Chris uh, with future that went crazy that that actually um that previewed on Twitter and when they released I was already on it huh. uh it wasn't didn't didn't future didn't they leak some? You sent me something that leaked on Twitter with future and somebody else. Was it future and uh, uh Roddy Rich or future and Drake? Oh, or somebody?
1: it's G. That that page leaks a lot of shit. G. I I forget. Did that song come out? I don't think so because I would have remembered. Because I I remember. I just don't remember who was on it. It was somebody else
0: on it, though. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, I think that's it.
1: For me. Uh, so to wrap it up for me, uh, I got to give my boy Dom Kennedy a lot of freaking credit for making a comeback because I thought it was over with for my boy because uh, once that nigga it got a little bit mainstream, he really started forgetting how to rap on beat. Uh, it was a really tough time for us in the Dom Kennedy hive. Respect to the people who uh stuck around, G, because all them say is by Dom Kennedy is one of the worst albums I ever heard in my life. Uh, from an artist I actually like, but uh, twenty twenty Dom Kennedy made a comeback. Uh, shout out to him just giving Nipsey the love because he was very close to Nipsey, so it's just like sometimes it brings a motivation back to you, to uh. To just go crazy on the beat, but uh, Dom Kennedy, uh, he had a pro- he had two projects that came out this year. One with uh, Hit Boy, that's that one's more of my personal favorite, and I got a lot of really dope songs on there. Offline he got off Pretty Thug is fire. Uh, when the money comes is fire. Favorite song on here is '87 Benzo G. Like I love the yeah. sample that Hit Boy used. Any song where Hit Boy didn't have to rap were the best songs as well. But I think he rapped on every other song in some capacity. But I understand sometimes Hit Boy just wants to rap. Just don't do it near me ever again. But point is this: uh, it also is that one's called also known as. But uh, Dom Kennedy got the hell off. Then Dom Kennedy got rap and roll. Uh, it's a I think it's like a four track. Two, four, six, seven. So like a four song moment where it's just like, yo, this nigga is rapping his ass off. Love is gangsters fire. Uh T Y M is fire. For the Lil Homies is fire. Sirens is fire. Out of here with T flowers fire. Like gee. this like he went on a run on the album where it's just like, Yo, this is Dom King that I fell in love with. This is Dom King from Yellow Album. This is Don Kimney from uh Get Home Safely. Like gee. This boy Don Kennedy makes you feel like you wanna live in LA. And I feel like if I was from LA, I'll appreciate Don Kennedy even more. But
0: mm-hmm. when the
1: time comes, when the world opens up, we sit there, we, we me, and you take that trip to Cali, go LA. Hopefully we don't see nobody snorting cocaine on a park bench. But um I want to just blast Dom Kenny at ignorant levels just get to make sure the vibe feels the same. So, like, shout out to Dom Kenny. He's arguably, like, my comeback player of, like, 2020G. Like, he came back with a, like, A, hey, I still got it, y'all. So, shout out to Dom Kenny, That's my boy right there. Uh, is there any albums on here that I didn't? Oh, shout out to Nas. Nas arguably had one of the better albums of this year. Like, we was talking best albums. I'm, I would probably give it to Nas. And that's... Comes from spot Who don't fuck with knives Like that Uh Shout out to Tiana Taylor She had a really good album Uh Oh Marion had probably The most underrated Album of this year Uh As well With The Connection Check that out It's only like Two bad songs on there And one of them Has uh-huh. B2K in a title. I was like That's some bullshit Uh YG My Life 400 Was really good Uh Check that out Ty dollar sign future and tight dollar sign fire as hell, uh six lack or I call them black depends who you want to call them as but six piece hot, uh EP was really good. What The fuck was that? Uh, Jay Electronica dropped the album which was really good. Um, but yeah, just a lot, a lot of rap, a lot of good music all together. Oh, shout out to Duke Deuce as well. Uh, he dropped a really good album. Like, a lot of artists dropped a lot of really good heat as well throughout the year. and just want to give a lot of y'all credit. Y'all didn't have to. Y'all could have sat at home peacefully, not have to worry about COVID. But you guys say, you know what? Let me do something for the fans. And I give a lot of you mugs. Y'all credit. Y'all do. Y'all deserve it. We appreciate it. I appreciate it as a music lover doing y'all Thug Dizzle. Uh, anything you want to say? Close out.
0: Um Stay Down, uh off of um Lil Durk's album was it titled The Voice. Let me see. The voice, yeah. Stay Down with him, Black and Young Thug. Ooh That song is so cold. That song is so cold. Niggas be saying I'm tripping. When I said that's the best song on the album. I wouldn't say you tripping, cold, bro. I wouldn't say you tripping. Oh, that's that's like the perfect song, bro. Like Black went crazy on the album. I mean, on the, uh, <laughs> he went crazy on the on the chorus. Mm-hmm. Young Thug's verse was so it was more lax than I'm used to him being a little bit. He um,
1: being, I would say the funny thing he, about Young Thug this year
0: he was pretty chill most of this year. Yeah, but the song kind of makes you be like that. That's, yeah, that's such a good song, and I'm so and I. That's why I like uh, Lil Durk because he he goes there with his music. It's yeah. it's not pop, but it's not all street at the same time. Yeah, it's so different and, and versatile, and he's able to float in that in that area in that space yeah. so well, bro.
1: And I'm gonna say this for like how the album starts. Like, you got to factor in this is literally him, like, rapping immediately after the events of, like, Von dying. So I'm pretty sure most, the beginning of the album was written around that time frame. Like, what after, like, the Steel trapping song with him and Von, the album totally takes a more different turn. And Stay Down is, like, that turn.
0: Mhm.
1: So I like how, literally, like, the change of pace was that song. And it's such a really great freaking song. Really freaking that song
0: great song. Is, that song is good. That's my favorite song on the album. And it's down. They killed it. Yeah. So,
1: definitely, definitely, like, I, that song is really good. Like, I really hope that gets the promo it deserves. Like, if he was to pick a song that would really just put a lot of money into, that would be the one song. But, yeah, man, like, a lot of great music. Great music from you as well, bro. Like, I, I gotta give you your credit, G. Like, when you hit the studio, you was doing your thing, G. Like, you, I know you just specifically Might mentioned well. below, but, like, know the vibes go crazy. Um Better End. I don't think you, you officially dropped Better End. Like, I think I just had access to it, and I've just been playing it on here. But, uh... Yeah. But, yeah, uh so, that's the benefits. I don't give you nicks a sneak preview of his goddamn music. But, uh... Like, all, you, like, G, like, you, you got music, G. You got something to work with, and I want you nicks to check my boy out. Even check out our, uh, a homie Belvie as well, G. He got some music as well that's just straight heat. I know he's working hard on his album. I don't even know his shit coming out anymore. But, uh, <laughs> but check <laughs> crazy, out, but yeah. check, I mean, check out crazy. Out, but check out, but check his shit out, though, too, because I, he got a lot, a lot of his new stuff been going, has been going real freaking crazy, G, and and the moments where I see him in the studio working, I know he he's working. G. he's working, working. So like it makes me happy to see. Yeah, two shout dudes out Belvy,
0: uh all platforms, uh B E L V Y. We just dropped a song called Hots and it is Hots. I'm it sorry, is. don't unsubscribe to us, I'm sorry. Um <laughs> Song go crazy. Uh he got another song I called B Day. He got a lot of dope music out. Um Shout out to my homie Vega, B E G A. We got a song out, bronchitis, and um, gotta do it like I'm used to it. Uh, all platforms. Of course, my music is still out there. Chaz vibe, all platforms. I got about five singles out right now. Uh, EP on the way. An album that's got a man of its fucking own right now. That's me to handle no there. <laughs> Uh, but we got some good music. 2020 was a great year for music as an artist and as a consumer. Um I'm very very excited for what 2021 is about to bring. It's uh it's going to be something to behold.
1: Yeah, it definitely is, man. But we appreciate you guys for listening once again. Like we do it for you guys. Last this is honestly the last YouTube media podcast of 2020. So like mm-hmm. we wouldn't be able to go far without you mugs. Gee, so much love, much appreciation. Uh, for the support of this year. Like like we we definitely appreciate you guys, the listener. Uh and like just continue to support us. Continue to tell people, hey, check us out. Uh follow me on Twitter at deep underscore Chris underscore J. Same for the IG. Follow the uh you tweaking media Instagram as well, Facebook page as well, you tweaking media, it will pop up. Make sure you also uh hit up the Teespring, copy some Utwiki Media merch. We got hoodies, face masks, T-shirts, 35% off until January 6th. We gave you guys a nice little Christmas through New Year's deal. Take advantage of it because, literally, once I take this sell-off, I might not be feeling as generous because 35% is a lot. I'm being generous. Generous. <laughs> so, just letting you niggas know. So, make sure you uh copy that merch. Uh, What else? Oh, we on Clubhouse now as well. So, shout out to us joining the fake exclusive league of fucking Clubhouse because it ain't that goddamn exclusive. But at the same time, if you just want to sit there, uh, possibly see me start a room of chaos where I sit there and explain why in very vivid detail why Lil Baby, my turn, is most overrated album 2020, I will make that room. And I dare you, motherfuckers, to, uh, to ping Lil Baby in that bitch. So, I tell him in his face so well in his ear pause but point is this we on clubhouse i think what's my utm uh chris j so follow me on there i think chaz is also chaz vibe on there so uh we on clubhouse yes sir throw out your uh
0: plugs bro uh follow me on instagram uh chaz vibe twitter chaz vibe uh that's about it um yeah i'm trying to be more consistent on my social media, like I get caught up and just trying to get things together, man. Um but I'm trying to be more consistent and doing a lot more promoting. Did y'all just found out I have listeners in uh in uh I think it was Baton Rouge.
1: Hey in some hey, shoot, that's what's up
0: <laughs> I was like, yo, all right, let me start let me uh <laughs> like, let me let me start promoting my music a little bit more. I I'll be I'll be falling off. So um 2021, I'm gonna start. To get, I'm gonna try to get better with promoting. 2020 okay. was a year of getting my shit together and, you know, getting myself personally in a comfortable position to promote myself. So now that I'm there, let me start bullshitting. So I'm gonna try to do a lot more promoting, a lot more activity on social media and engaging with people. So, so Follow your boy, Chaz Vibe, C H A Z V I B E. Yeah, you're. So,
1: make sure you be on top of that, because, hey, we coming. 2021, we coming, bro. And we coming crazy, G, because I was about to say the other word. Now, even that sound, that's a no homo on itself. But either way, the brand is getting brolic, and we're gonna, we are coming for you niggas, G. So, much love yeah. and appreciation for checking us out and listening, watching whatever platform you are on. Thanks for listening, and peace.
0: Peace out.